Welcome to Speculative Sandbox. This is Vicky Lawn, and I'm going on a short hiatus to work on book revisions, but I've asked my fellow author friends to take care of the podcast while I'm away. Don't forget to subscribe or follow Speculative Sandbox on Instagram and X, formerly Twitter, to get episode notifications and upcoming news. I look forward to chatting again soon. Welcome to the Speculative Sandbox. It is my honor to take over this episode. I want to thank Vicky for giving me the chance to do this. Uh, it's an absolute honor. If you don't know who I am, I'm Daniel Bouts. I have uh, written a couple books. Uh, the first one was Life is in the Blood, and I have one out currently, Aristotle James and Phantom Funeral Coach. After talking with Vicky about what to do with this episode, she came up with an incredible idea that taps in to my area expertise as a professional, graphic design, and more specifically, how it relates to an author. Today, we're going to be talking about book covers, why you need a cover, how to work with the graphic designer, and what to expect from a professional cover. It's a lot, but that's why I'm here. So first, I want to thank you for joining me as we explore this topic. And we're gonna challenge the popular adage that we as writers have all heard, don't judge a book by its cover. This saying is ingrained in the collective consciousness, emphasizing the virtue of looking beyond appearances, valuing substance over style. It's a great sentiment, and it encourages us to be open-minded and fair when forming opinions about people or things. Today, I want to take a closer look at this saying, particularly in the context of books. I want us to confront the fundamental truth about human experience, a truth that underscores the importance of a professional book cover design and its impact on our journeys to being successful in our authorship. It's the reality of first impressions. We live in a world where we're bombarded with choices, where every day people make decisions about where to invest their time and their resources. And when it comes to books, the choices are innumerable. Just imagine you walk into a bookstore, scroll or, or scroll through Amazon, and there are countless book covers. Everyone is just trying to get your attention. So just take a moment to pause and reflect on human nature. It's in our DNA to make quick judgments as a survival instinct. We assess, categorize, and make snap decisions to navigate our complex world efficiently. In this context, your first impression of something, and it doesn't really matter if it's a person, a book, or anything really, it's critical. It's the book cover that is our first impression. It's that first impression that sparks curiosity or has you moving on to the next. It's the cover that beckons you, suggesting what lies within the book is a world that you want to explore. In that split second, when your eye meets the cover, you're making a choice. Will you pick up the book and go deeper? Or will you, like many other, judge it based on its cover and just move right past it? This scenario illustrates the fallacy of the don't judge a book by its cover. Despite all our best intentions, the reality is we often judge books by their covers, and we usually do. We form our initial perceptions based on what we see, and this impression can be the difference between a reader choosing our book or choosing another author's book. Today, 
we're going to look at the impact of a professional book cover on author success, exploring how a cover can transcend just mere aesthetics and become a powerful tool for conveying your professionalism, engaging the right audience, and ultimately making your book unforgettable. So let's embrace the reality that first impressions matter and go into the world of professional book cover design to discover what it is we can do through our book cover to elevate our journey to success. I'm going to give you 10 reasons why an author should or would benefit from having a book cover designed by a professional graphic artist. We've already kind of said this, first impressions matter. A professionally designed book cover creates a first impression that entices potential readers to even just pick up your book or to linger on it longer than a second. Visual storytelling is number two. And what a good graphic designer can do is visually convey the essence or the theme of your book or give the readers a glimpse into the story, mood, and even the genre, which could be challenging on your own. The third thing is marketability. A well-designed cover that aligns you with the current market trends and reader expectations increases the likelihood of your book getting noticed by your target audience. The fourth thing is branding. Designers can help establish a consistent visual brand across a book series or all your books, your entire author profile. And that makes it easier for a reader who becomes a fan to recognize your work immediately and know that this is your book and they want to read it. Another thing is genre specificity. Designers understand, a good designer at least, understands the nuances of the different genres, and they will create covers that cater to the expectations and preferences of readers in the genre you're writing. So if you have a fantasy book, there's certain hallmarks that a graphic designer is going to give that fantasy book from the typography to the visuals and whatever is on trend to help you sell your book. And this touches on the next step in this 10, 10 points is typography expertise. Designers excel in choosing and arranging fonts to ensure a few things, readability and visual harmony, which are critical for a book's title and your name as a writer. The other thing is custom illustrations and artwork. If your book requires custom illustrations or artwork, a professional designer can create a unique visual tailored to your story, and that will set you apart from your competitors, which is every other writer. Print and digital optimization. Designers understand the technical requirements for both the print and digital formats, ensuring your cover looks good in all the mediums you're going to put them out there. A lot of things I see happen is people will have darker covers uh, if they do it themselves, and they put it out there thinking, you know, what they see on their screen is what's going to be there in print. And it's been my experiences as a graphic designer working in the print industry for years. You always have to kind of design lighter or to the specific type of press that you're going to be putting your work on. So that's a, a, a big deal there. And the, the last point I want to make about why you should get a professional graphic designer, this is point 10, is adaptability. A professional cover designer can create variations of your cover for different marketing purposes, such as social media banners, promotional materials, and merchandise. 
So to kind of wrap this all up, a professional graphic designer will elevate your book cover. It will help you attract readers, stand out in a very busy marketplace, and establish a strong visual identity for your work. Their expertise will help ensure that your book cover not only looks appealing, but also effectively communicates the content and genre that your book is and connect it to that target audience. So as an author, you should approach getting a cover for your book by taking these following steps. This is going to be a little shorter, a few points here. Research and budgeting. Okay, you, I, I understand that not everybody's going to get, you know, $500 for their book cover or your $200 or, or whatever it is. You're going to set a budget and you'll go out there and you'll get the best designer you can. But one of the things you can do is begin to research the market and identifying the design styles and trends that are relevant to the genre you're writing. So that means going to the bookstore and checking out other titles in the bookstore and kind of getting an idea for the things that are similar in genre to yours, what they look for, what they look like. So when it comes to finding a designer, you can determine the budget uh, for your cover design, keeping in mind that this is an investment in your book's success. So research and set your budget so you understand before you even approach a designer what you're looking to get out of the book cover. Then the second step is hiring a professional designer. You have to seek out a professional graphic designer, someone that has experience in book cover design. Anybody worth their salt is going to have a portfolio or the ability to share their work with you. Uh, and don't be afraid to reach out to other authors whose books that they published and see, you know, and ask questions. Did this book help you stand out in the marketplace? Um, it's been my experience in the writing community that people are always willing to help. So approaching the book cover design process with these steps will help you obtain a high quality marketable cover that enhances the book's chance of success and will begin to foster a positive working relationship with the graphic designer. And so that comes to my next point. You've chosen your graphic designer. How does this process work? How do you build a book cover with a graphic designer? It's essential for you to effectively communicate your vision and expectations. So here's a here's 10 things that you can do as an author that should help a graphic designer meet your vision for, for what is necessary. First, you got to provide them with a book synopsis. Provide a detailed synopsis or summary of your book. It will help the designer understand what the core themes are, the plot, the characters, and mood you're trying to convey, which are absolutely essential for them to be able to create a cover that aligns with your story. So that is step one. Step two is giving them the genre and the target audience. So clearly specify the genre of your book. Is it romance? Is it thriller? Is it like me? It's horror. And describe who your ideal reader and target audience are. This information helps them design a cover that appeals to the demographic that you're going after. The third is visual ideas. So if you do have somewhat of a specific visual concept or image in mind, what you want shown on the cover. Don't be afraid to share that with your designer. Be open to the designer's interpretation, but it's okay to offer guidance on key elements that you'd like to see on the cover. For example, 
I definitely, on Life is in the Blood, I definitely wanted Miriam represented, but I also wanted, it was very important to me that her Amishness was represented. And that was something I went round and round with my cover designer for that and, you know, made sure that the bonnet got in and she cast it aside, which is very, uh, a very big point for what happens to her as a character throughout the book. And I wanted that to be represented there. On to step four, style preferences. Discuss your preferred artistic style. If it's minimalist, it's vintage, it's modern, or just something completely different. And don't be afraid to share examples of book covers or other artwork that you think are awesome and will help convey the aesthetic that you want to put out there for your book cover. So that's another good way to do it. Now, talking about the next step would be color palette, and that kind of goes in line with the style preferences. Indicate the color scheme, or if you have a specific color scheme that holds significance in your book, uh, or if you're looking to have specific brand colors that will go along with either your author branding or if you're doing a series. So that's important to express, especially if you're starting out with book one in a series. Uh, and if you're going to have characters, so then the next one is on the cover, the next one would be character descriptions. So if you have central characters you want presented, you need to provide a detailed description. And that could include something as simple as saying, hey, this guy looks like Michael Caine and get Carter. So, you know, send them an image and say, okay, that's kind of what they resemble. Create something like that if you want the character on the cover. Um, also, it's important to kind of share any kind of personality traits or symbolism symbolism associated with them because that could lead to some good designing ideas with the designer. Mood and emotion is another thing uh, that you need to kind of express. Describe the emotional tone you want the cover to convey. Is it dark and mysterious or lighthearted or whimsical or something else completely different? I mean, it's important to discuss the mood you hope to evoke with the cover because that is all part and parcel with who you're going to connect this book cover to. And the title and author name, it should go without saying, but it's very important that you communicate that to them. I mean, let them know, you know, how you want the book's title and your author name to appear on the cover. If there are specific font sizes and elements that you have in mind, share them. The other thing uh, is design elements. Discuss any specific design elements you want to incorporate. Symbols, motifs, visual metaphors uh, that relate to the story. Like for me, again, talking about Miriam casting aside her bonnet. Very important to the story. A nice piece of symbolism or metaphor, so to speak. Then be prepared for feedback and collaboration. You need to be open to a collaborative process. You've hired a creative person to take your creative work and summarize it visually. Respect the fact that you're dealing with another creative person like yourself, as you would hope that they would do with you, and realize that there's a reason you're talking to them, and give them the respect that's due there, and allow them some ability to interject themselves in the visual story that you're about to communicate. And effective communication and collaboration will help refine the cover design to meet your expectations. And most likely, if you're open to allowing the ideas of the graphic designer to creep in there, it will elevate it beyond your expectations. So that said, remember that that clear, clear communication between you and the designer is crucial. It will help create a cover that not only looks great, but represents the essence of the book and appeals to the target readership. What happens once you've hired a professional graphic designer to cover it. 
It's essential to maintain a productive working relationship and respect the expertise for the person you're working with. It's your work, it's your baby, and I understand it. It's hard to kind of let go control a little bit and let somebody else interpret your work visually for an audience. So I understand that, but you also have to understand that when you're hiring a graphic designer, you're going to get the best work from a creative person by avoiding doing these things. Do not micromanage. Trust that the designer's creative process and expertise are, are what they promised. I mean, avoid micromanaging every design detail and don't make unnecessary revisions. Ask yourself, is this really going to make a difference to my reader before suggesting a revision? Don't ignore deadlines. When you sit down to talk to the graphic designer, you're going to set up agreed upon timelines and deadlines. So don't cause delays yourself by not providing the feedback that you need to or the materials that they ask for along the process. Changing the scope unilaterally. Do not request significant changes to the project scope without discussing it with the designer and making sure that there's time in the deadline that you've given them or being willing to make those adjustments in terms, timeline, and of course, compensation for the extra work that you're causing the graphic designer. Respect the terms outlined in your contract as well, including payment schedules, revision limits, and the rights to the final artwork. Avoid unilateral changes to the contract without discussing it with your graphic designer. Another thing is don't ignore professional advice. If the designer provides recommendations based on their expertise and they make it clear that they're doing so, consider them. It, it could be the difference between having a great cover or just an okay cover. Don't dismiss their advice without considering it. Don't overload your designer with information. While it's crucial to provide the relevant details about your book, avoid overwhelming them with excessive information or potentially conflicting instructions. And don't share with them, you know, poor quality material to work with or, or incomplete material. Provide the designer with, if you're going to be providing images, high quality images, the, the best text that you can provide them with in the descriptions uh, and other materials that they might need because you don't want to use any kind of thing that's of low quality. And do not bypass communication with your graphic designer. Make sure you keep those lines open with the designer. Don't go through third parties or intermediaries. Direct communication is the best route. So if you have direct communication with your graphic designer, that's the best way to communicate with them. You've got to respect copyright laws and licensing agreements. Don't request the use of copyrighted materials without proper permissions or licensing. So if something's out there that you really want to use, maybe it's pivotal to your story, but it's a license, like, you know, maybe a guy has a picture of Michael Jordan or something in his pocket. You can't have that on your cover. So don't try to get them to put that on the cover unless you have licensing. And the most important thing is don't neglect showing your appreciation for your designer's work and efforts. Avoid taking that work for granted. Make sure that they know that uh, you appreciated their professional abilities and they're hitting your deadlines and they're being able to capture your story. Because this, this is a relationship that potentially you could carry throughout your entire career. And once a graphic designer kind of understands your storytelling, and it's going to become part of your author brand. 
So if you follow the guidelines from earlier, what can you expect? Well, here are three outcomes I think you can expect from following these guidelines. First and foremost, this is why we're all here, is a high-quality book cover. By sticking to these guidelines for working with a professional graphic designer and effectively communicating to them your vision and expectation, you can expect to receive a high-quality book cover that aligns with the book's content, genre, and target audience. Your cover will be visually appealing, professional-looking, and well-suited to the story. And by getting that high-quality book cover, you've enhanced your marketability. Your book cover will not only visually appeal to the people you're trying to sell it to, but it will be 10 times more marketable. Authors, you can expect that your cover will stand out in a competitive book market and help attract the readers that you want and increase the chances of your book being noticed and purchased. The third is you get to have a positive collaboration with another creative person. By respecting a designer's expertise and their own creativity, you can foster a positive creative collaboration that could possibly follow you through the majority of your career. Don't sleep on that. It's, 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 it's an amazing opportunity. So to kind of sum this all up, I have given you a lot of information. Uh, about 30 guidelines for working with a graphic designer and a few reasons why it's, it's worthwhile. Um, and, and those are big reasons. So when comparing an author made cover versus a graphic designer made cover in terms of return on invest, investment, that, that can be challenging because several factors come into play. But generally speaking, a professionally designed cover tends to yield a higher ROI compared to an author-made cover because of the quality and appeal of a professionally designed cover actually reflects on you as being a polished and professional author. So that's that's the message that that sends. It gives you a credibility that others don't have. I mean, let's face it, we all look at books and we see the cover and we're like, well, if that's the cover, what's inside of it? It will, it will enhance your book's credibility, uh, and it will, it will actually lead the right audience to find your book. And as you build your library, uh, your brand consistency will build as you continue to work uh, with the same graphic designer, or at least understand how to communicate with one to get what you want. And it will make your marketing and promotion a lot easier. People are going to be a lot more willing to share your awesome cover on social media, or you're going to get open more doors for yourself when you go to a library or a bookstore and they see that your cover looks like the books on the bookshelves. As an indie author, that's invaluable. And when you're at a trade show and your book's sitting up next to somebody else's book, people are going to walk by and they're going to see your cover versus another's. And if it meets what you wanted, your vision was, they're more likely to come to your table and talk to you and pick up your book. So it's important to note that ROI or return on investment can vary widely depending on the book genre, target audience, and your, your own marketing efforts behind that. And the overall quality of the book can't be ignored. So while a professionally designed cover can significantly enhance the book's marketability and increase its return on investment potential, there are other factors such as the writing and your marketing strategy and the competition that you're up against. But ultimately, it's going to help you stand out. So if you invest in the upfront costs associated with hiring a professional designer, the potential is just higher to get the money back out of it and actually more money than you would have had you design it yourself. And another thing I want to point on, I'm a, 
I'm a professional graphic designer. Uh, this is what I've done for over 20 years. I have two books out and uh, published three Anatolian Press, and I did not design my book covers. Uh, and a lot of people ask me why I did not. So I'm going to address that here a little bit. Um, and there was a few factors that, you know, that led me to this. One was just being objective. As a professional designer, I understand that you can benefit from an objective perspective when it comes to doing your own, own work. And I think it's challenging to distance myself from the attachment I have to my own books and make the design decisions based on what's best for the book's marketing and appeal. The other thing was the time and focus. I was focused on editing and writing the next book. I didn't feel if, if I could hand off the book design cover to a professional graphic designer that it was necessary for me to hold on to those reins, so to speak. And it freed up me time to get ready for my next book. Um, and I've written another book. So it allowed me to focus more on my writing, which is, is what I want more than anything. Another thing is to graphic designers, we tend to keep up on trends. And when I see somebody is doing book design all the time, I know and can somewhat trust that they understand where the trends are when that book is going to be published. Their genre expertise, I trusted it. And I can't tell you I'm how happy I am with both the covers that I've gotten out of this. Um, and for me, I will say it was a little hard for me to not take my own advice here, but ultimately I did. I allowed a lot of latitude for my graphic designers because with the first cover, I learned that I, I should I could trust them, that they would make the right decision. And on the second design, I had my own ideas about what I wanted a large part, you know, especially in the typography. But when they brought me what they presented me, I just understood that they had a vision as well. And it was probably best for me to not force the issue because overall I feel that the second book that for Aristotle James and the Phantom Funeral Coach, the cover looks amazing and I think it would fit on the shelves right to other books in this genre that it is in. So their objectivity and ability to be on trend and having a detached view of the synopsis and, and the story and themes in the book kind of allowed them to present something different and better, I would say, than I would have. Ultimately, the goal here is to create a cover that maximizes your book's marketability and appeals to a target audience. And that's why I think it's almost necessary to go and get a professional graphic designer that you see their work and you're like, man, I love that cover. It's worth the investment. So I, I guess I'm going to wrap up here uh, briefly. I just want to say a professional book cover is the first glimpse of your book that a potential reader will see. That first look will impact their decision to explore it further or to not. It's not just about making a good impression. It's about conveying the essence of the story and connecting it to the heart of your target audience. A professional cover can capture the attention. In a crowded book market, eye-catching covers make your book stand out. They convey your genre and tone. They enhance your credibility as an author. They boost your sales potential, and they help create brand recognition. So if you plan to write multiple books, consistent and professionally designed cover style will establish that brand recognition and loyalty among your readers. And that brand recognition will increase your visibility 
And those attractive covers that you get are more likely to be shared on social media, featured in promotional materials, and considered for book awards, or even featured spots in bookstores. Again, all this goes back to the visibility, potential sales, and building your brand. So I want to say, in summary, getting a professional cover is an investment in you and your work and your books. It enhances your marketability, but it ensures that the book makes a lasting and positive impression on people looking for books to read. That professional cover is your opportunity to make your work shine outwardly before they can connect with it inwardly in a meaningful way. So I hope that this hasn't been too uh, cumbersome for you. If you want to hit me up about questions about graphic designs or writing in general, you can you can find me on Instagram at dboutsy, or you can go to my website, danielboutsctp.com, and you can message me through there. Otherwise, I want to thank Vicki so much for allowing me this opportunity to take over Speculative Sandbox. And if you haven't, you need to like, and subscribe and give her five-star ratings and great reviews anywhere you're getting this podcast. So she continues this journey and supplying you and writers like myself with valuable information. So until I get the opportunity to speak with you again, I want to tell you all to stay you and stay special. Speculative Sandbox is a volunteer-run podcast that relies on the collaboration of fellow creators like you. Join the conversation and participate in fun polls and questionnaires on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Interested in being in a future episode? Our DMs are open, or you can email speculativesandbox at gmail.com.